This is Sharing the Victory, the weekly program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Our guests today include Deb Patterson, head women's basketball coach at Kansas State University. It's God's will that I would grow in relationship with Him as a coach, as the leader of this program each and every day. And former Minnesota Vikings linebacker Jeff Seaman. I had a deep hole in my heart. I had a crisis of identity. It was really tied up in my football playing ability and I suffered a devastating knee injury. It looked like I'd never played football again. In fact, to this day, it was the worst knee injury the orthopedic surgeon has ever Mm. seen. In addition, Pat Williams, the vice president for the NBA's Orlando Magic, will speak from his heart about God's sovereignty. God knows everything about us, and he oversees our lives, and every step we take is ordered by the Lord. There are no accidents in his divine plan for us. We're so glad you joined us, and now ready to get today's program underway is University of Nebraska assistant football coach, Ron Brown. Our champion of faith today is the head basketball coach for the woman at Kansas State University, Deb Patterson. Deb, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks, Ron. It's a privilege to uh, have the opportunity to speak about our Lord and to be on the show. I know that's a reality for you because every time I read about you or, or see you on video or even see you in person speaking, you are very ready and very articulate in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Why don't you tell us about how that all started for you? When did Christ become a reality for you? Well, it's been a long time. It really happened about the time I was 17 years old. And um, like for, I think, all believers, Ron, it's just been a long, long journey of growing and um, really learning what it means through so many different situations and good and bad, you know, blessings and adversities to learn how to build and build and build upon that personal relationship with Christ and, and how every day um, to wake up with it on your heart to strive to really honor Him and His Word. Mm. And, uh, gosh, it's, it's been a wonderful ride. <laughs> you know, Deb, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I don't think that's true naturally, though, for even a lot of us Christians to make the Christ connections in our lives. For example, I, I read recently about George Washington Carver and how he, in his trusting in, in, in his faith in Jesus Christ, was able to connect soil and agriculture and, and the giftedness that God had given him to pull that in full circle and have Christ be a reality through all of that. How do you do that through the sport of basketball? Because a lot of us have trouble taking Christ into our workplace, into our schools, with our friends. We just kind of leave it in church. What do you do not to compartmentalize Christ? Well, for one thing, every day I wake up and have the opportunity to coach, I realize I'm doing it as a blessing from God. You know, and and I'm telling you, that just is such a reality to me. I'm here because He's placed me here. Hmm. And I can't tell you how important that thought is in my life each and every day and in keeping me grounded. I think the other thing for me, Ron, is, you know, It talks in Romans, and we all hear this scripture a lot, but it's so meaningful to me that we have to take time when we have time to ourselves, so that when we are in our profession and when we do live the passion of the gifts that he's given us, that it does translate, that it does meld into who we are in the workplace, in our profession. It's in staying centered in him personally that we then... I think, meld that into our professional lives. 
This is Deb Patterson, Kansas State University's women's basketball coach, outstanding coach with us today on Sharing the Victories, Champion of Faith. Deb, how does that flesh out on the girls that you've coached over the years? What have you seen them respond to in what you're bringing to the table regarding Christ? Well, I've I've just really seen some real hearts grow and be touched by our Lord, you know, by opening their eyes and their hearts, by virtue of, I think, being surrounded by people who are open and willing to share God's Word, which I'm going to do as long as I have this job. I'm going to stand in front of my team, and I'm going to share who I am. I'm going to share Scripture. I'm going to relate their experiences in our life and our journey to the journey and, and the life we live with the Lord or that I live with the Lord. And I've seen the hearts of young people, I think, opened and matured with respect to their desire to be deeper in the Word, their perspective on the, the tough times, the good times, the journey. He works, and um, I'm just privileged to have open hearts and to have a Lord that each and every day has blessed me with the hearts that I have. Well, Deb, uh, with that comes collisions. I mean, you're going to uh, inspire some people into a, a wanting to know and a curiosity about who Jesus Christ is through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, but you're also going to create collisions with a world that doesn't want to hear that. And I know that you've gone through some of those. What does that do? When you collide with the opposition to Christ, what does that do in your spirit, and how do you respond normally with that? Well, gosh, I'll tell you, there are moments when you <laughs> when you feel shattered and, and are drawn even closer to the Lord. There are moments when you see His hand of protection, when you see His graciousness, you know, when you see His sovereignty over all situations. And um, I am not, you know, I am not a back-down believer. Mm. And the things that, that have, God has spoken and that he calls us to stand in, I will stand in. And, you know, there will be and there have been costs at times. Um, when it's all said and done, the only place to stand is in and with the Lord. Nothing really matters except this love you have for me and this love I have for you and me continuing to give everything over to you. But I'll tell you this much, Ron, I will always stand for him and his word. Praise the Lord. Deb, pr- praise the Lord for that. And uh, you're a breath of fresh air to all of us. Thanks for sharing that with us, Deb. You've been a great guest, and uh, we want to thank you very much for being a champion of faith with us here today on Sharing the Victories National Radio Show. Well, thank you, Ron. God bless. And, um, you know, let's just keep the Lord right where he belongs, right before us um, each and every day. And as long as we do that, then we honor him and we honor those those martyrs who are really enduring and giving it all for him. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Deb. God Thank bless you. you. You too. Thank you. Don't forget to go to our website. It's sharingthevictory.com. Click on radio and you can get the chance to listen to previous programs and subscribe to the weekly podcast. Coming up next, Orlando Magic Vice President Pat Williams. It's right here on FCA's Sharing the Victory. In Sharing the Victory magazine's first issue of the new year, Toronto Raptor guard Anthony Parker describes what it means to get focused on Christ. Plus more basketball talk with the head coach of Washington State, Tony Bennett. And as always, a challenging and insightful column by Ron Brown. 
Order your subscription to Sharing the Victory magazine by calling 1-866-STV-5031. That's 866-STV-5031 or go to sharingthevictory.com. The work of FCA can be summed up in four words, coaches, campus, camp, and community. The four C's are vital in fulfilling FCA's vision of seeing the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. There's FCA staff in your area ready to partner with you in seeing this vision through. To find out how you can get involved with FCA in your community, go to fca.org. That's fca.org or call 1-866-STV-5031. Hi, Ron Brown, bringing you back to Sharing the Victory. It's time for FCA Across America. And today it's Pat Williams, Vice President of the Orlando Magic of the NBA. What an interesting guy. Here's Pat Williams speaking at the Greater Philadelphia FCA Banquet. It's amazing to me how much we do by faith every day. I mean, you all sat on your chairs by faith tonight, and you ate your meal by faith tonight. You had no idea what was in that broccoli whatever, you know. And a few years ago, I was speaking in North Carolina talking about this very topic, and a lady came up afterwards and said, I got to tell you about my aunt. She lives in North Carolina, not in real good health. She goes to an Indian doctor who doesn't speak English, and he writes his prescriptions in Latin. And she takes him to the drugstore where a Spanish-speaking druggist fills the prescription. I said, let me get this straight. An Indian-speaking doctor who writes in Latin and filled by a Spanish-speaking druggist. I said, does she take the medicine? Yeah, she takes the medicine, and she's getting better. And I said, if that lady can do that by faith, it's not that big of a reach. By faith to come face to face with the awesome reality that God loves you and me. And he's got a wonderful plan and purpose for each one of our lives. And we're not down here by accident, folks. God knows everything about us. And he oversees our lives. And every step we take is ordered by the Lord. There are no accidents in his divine plan for us. And when by faith we accept the fact that we have fallen far short of his high standards that we have sin in our life, but yet that sin can be forgiven, it can be forgotten, when by faith we invite Jesus Christ to come into our life. That's a life-changing experience. And that happened to me in Spartanburg, South Carolina, the Phillies Farm Club in 1967. Bobby Richardson had just retired as the second baseman for the Yankees, and I thought, what a cool promotion it would be to have Bobby come to our ballpark in Spartanburg to sign autographs and perhaps speak. I knew he was involved with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and so I pulled some leaders of Spartanburg together to see if we could get a deal together to bring Bobby. And at that meeting, they're sitting there, and they said, well, we think you should be the chairman of our FCA chapter that we need to start to get Bobby to come talk in our ballpark. And I like the word fellowship, and I like the word athletes. The word in the middle scared me. I didn't know what to do with that. And two months later, I found out you invite that man who Christianity is named after, you invite him to come into your heart. And I was told that if I would do that, he would come in and he would change my life and he would fill up that void in my life and he would forgive my sins and he would give me a whole new perspective and a whole new reason for living and above all, a place to go when I died called heaven. And I made the decision. And that FCA chapter flourished and Bobby Richardson came and appeared and spoke in our ballpark. 
And you know what he did after he finished speaking? He made his remarks and he stood up and he made a very, very interesting statement. He said, the goal in professional sports is to end your career by going into the Hall of Fame. He said, in baseball, we go to Cooperstown, if you're good enough. In football, to Canton, Ohio. And in basketball, to Springfield, Massachusetts. But he said, there's another Hall of Fame that all of us can join. And Bobby, in that beautiful, winsome manner, told our crowd in beautiful Duncan Park in Spartanburg, South Carolina, how to get into God's Hall of Fame. Your name may not appear down here in this world's Hall of Fame. In fact, you may be so unknown that no one knows your name. The all-stars here may pass you by on neon lights of blue, but if you love and serve the Lord, then I've got good news for you, said Bobby. This Hall of Fame is only good as long as time shall be, but keep in mind God's Hall of Fame is for eternity. To have your name inscribed up there is greater yet by far than all the halls of fame down here and every man-made star. This crowd on earth may soon forget the heroes of the past. They cheer like mad until you fall, and that's how long you last. But God, he never does forget, and in his hall of fame, by just believing in his son inscribed, you'll find your name. I tell you, friends, I wouldn't trade my name, however small, written there beyond the stars in that celestial hall, for any famous name on earth or glory that they share. I'd rather be an unknown here and have my name up there. We're talking to Pat Williams, the vice president of the Orlando Magic of the NBA at the Greater Philadelphia, Pennsylvania FCA Banquet. I need to remind you that this is the last week to take advantage of our free offer for the month of January, and it's the heart of an athlete devotional book. There are 90 devotions in this book to help athletes become true competitors for Christ. Just email us at stvradio at fca.org. Be sure to include your address, and we'll send you a free copy of A Heart of an Athlete. Again, the email is stvradio at fca.org. There's much more to come, including my conversation with a man who played in three Super Bowls, Jeff Seaman, the great former linebacker of the Minnesota Vikings. You're listening to Sharing the Victory, the national weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. You'll hear lots of sounds at FCA camps. FCA camps, where young athletes reach their full potential learning from college and pro coaches and athletes. But here, young people also reach their full spiritual potential, learning firsthand from coaches and athletes about their relationship with Jesus Christ. So you'll hear lots of things at FCA camps, but the most amazing thing you'll hear is... To learn more, call 1-866-STV-5031 or visit us at fca.org. 465 Christian believers are murdered daily for their faith. By the time you finish your caramel macchiato, 10 believers will be dead. Reality check. Someday you will stand toe-to-toe with these people. What will you say when they ask you what your faith cost you? This isn't just a religion. NotReligion.com Now back to Sharing the Victory with your host, University of Nebraska assistant football coach, Ron Brown. Our guest today on Where Are They Now is someone that we finally caught up with 
Jeff Seaman. You remember that name. Great linebacker with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, one of the all-time great players in professional history as a linebacker. An All-American at Stanford University. Two-time Rose Bowl winner. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ron. It's sure great to be with you. Well, Jeff, uh, it's great to catch up with you because, you know, I know as a kid, I sure admired you as a uh, as an outstanding football player. And when I first became a Christian, you were one of the first names that I heard as a professional athlete who who uh, had trusted your life to Jesus Christ. And since uh, 1982, uh, when your final season there with the Minnesota Vikings, what's God been bringing you through? What you've been doing? Well, uh, Ron, it, it's a long time ago now, but uh, back in 1984, I began with Search and have been serving now for 23 years. Search is a ministry of adult evangelism and discipleship, hmm. and uh, we work largely with business and professional people that have many of whom have been turned off by the traditional church, but still have searching questions mm-hmm. about the great issues of God in life. So hmm. we just had a thrill, you know, through these last 23 years, have seen numerous men primarily, but some women come to faith in Christ and, mm-hmm. uh, and begin to grow in their faith. So that's that's what I've been up to. You know, Jeff, uh, you're a Stanford graduate, of course, uh, an outstanding academic institution, uh, originally founded on biblical roots. You know, my wife went there. I had a niece that just graduated from there not long ago, so it's been a little bit of a family school for us. Were you a Christian at Stanford University while you were there? Yes, I was. Well, I, uh, I grew up in a uh, what we might call a pseudo-Christian home. It was mm-hmm. a home that uh, went to church, at least up until confirmation, and then that was about all I did after that. But uh, So mm-hmm. I you know, I was baptized, confirmed, and jumped through those hoops, but mm-hmm. it really never meant anything to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, to add to that, I was it was a dysfunctional home, and alcoholism was uh, mm-hmm. involved, and my, my mother was an alcoholic, and mm-hmm. And um, not the best uh, family interaction and so forth. And so when I came to Stanford, I, in many ways, was uh, like so many young kids. I had a deep hole in my heart. I had a crisis of identity. It was really tied up in my football playing ability. And mm-hmm. and that freshman year at Stanford, um, I, I suffered a devastating knee injury. It looked like I'd never play football again. In fact, to this day, it was the worst knee injury the orthopedic surgeon has ever mm. seen. Wow. And it was in the midst of all that that the Lord met me initially through a girlfriend of mine that I had known in high school who had mm-hmm. trusted Christ through young life for senior year, tried to share with me in high school. I didn't want anything to do with it. And then that uh, freshman year in college when the Lord had taken out from under me, you know, this, this false idol that mm-hmm. I had placed all my identity and my value in, that is football. And uh, I really wondered if maybe this Christ that she spoke about, and this personal relationship could be what was missing in my life. And hmm. so it was the freshman year that I trusted Christ and began to, to live for Him. Wow. We're talking to Jeff Seaman, uh, outstanding former linebacker with the Minnesota Vikings, a four-time Pro Bowler, and a, a great All-American at Stanford University. Jeff, uh, while you were at Stanford in your growth in in your faith in Jesus Christ, uh, could you see and begin to relate Christ and the athletic talent that you had? You could see the connection at all? Yes, I could. I, I really felt early on that uh, that I was an ambassador. I, I came to Christ um, within the context of Campus Crusade, so early on there was always that priority of sharing faith and, and the supremacy of living for Christ and, and sharing his truth, you know, when uh, when God provides opportunity. And so that was in the forefront of my mind all the way through my college career. We, we started a, a fellowship group on the team that there had never been anything like that before that I was aware of. And 
And we started with a handful of guys, and by the time we finished with that second Rose Bowl, I think we had over 50 coming to chapel and wow. uh, you know, almost 20 coming to a midweek Bible study. And so it was an electric time, tremendous spiritual fervor. We just celebrated a 35th uh, Rose Bowl reunion, and it was just amazing to see all the guys that had actually come to the Lord even since that time. So they, they were very, very fruitful years hmm. spiritually. Well, I, I just want to say thank you, Jeff. It was fun catching up with you. We, uh, I, I just, again, there are a number of us who have great respect for not only what you did on the football field, Jeff, but what you've been doing since and, and following the Lord Jesus Christ. So thanks for being a, a part of Where Are They Now? And uh, God's blessings to you. Well, thank you, Ron. And let me just say, uh, you didn't mention this, but to put a little plug in, I, I served on the FCA National Board for about six years. And was uh, probably a couple decades as a local uh, board member here and have always had great affection for the FCA and mm-hmm. and have uh, enjoyed the way that the Lord has used this ministry to touch so many around the world. Well, thank you, Jeff Seaman, and absolutely, God bless you. Our guest today has been Jeff Seaman, former outstanding middle linebacker with the Minnesota Vikings and uh, a follower and a lover of the Lord Jesus Christ. All this month, FCA President Les Steckel has been talking about the book of Proverbs. There's so much wisdom packed into that one book of the Bible. And coming up next, Les will have some final thoughts on the wisdom of Proverbs when sharing the victory continues. There is a common place for student athletes and coaches to go to strengthen their faith in Christ. At my FCA huddle. There's a place to be encouraged to face the trials and temptations of life. At my FCA huddle. There is a place to receive confidence to share the light of Christ. At my FCA huddle. FCA huddles meet on junior high, high school, and college campuses all across America. To find one near you or to learn how to start one up, call toll-free 866-STV-5031 or go to fca.org. Hi, I'm Tony Dungy of the Indianapolis Colts. Let's talk Super Bowl. Join me and Ron Brown on Sharing the Victory. We'll get you ready for Super Bowl 42 as host Ron Brown interviews Tony Dungy and Kurt Warner about their Super Bowl experiences. Plus, FCA president and former NFL assistant coach Les Steckel will share his involvement in one of the most memorable plays in Super Bowl history. Join us next weekend for the Super Bowl special on Sharing the Victory. Thanks for listening. This is Ron Brown again with you. And now it's time for Coach's Corner with FCA President Les Steckel. For a month now, I've been encouraging all our listeners to join me in reading one chapter from Proverbs every day. You'll remember I suggested matching the number of the chapter to the day of the month. If you've been reading along with me each day, that means that today we're reading Proverbs 26 together. I hope for you, just as I do for myself, that the daily practice is more than a simple discipline, but a refueling of God's wisdom, truth, and guidance for our lives. It's amazing to me to consider all the important life lessons contained in Proverbs. Sometimes a person will say, that something is the proverbial truth. They may not be talking about a biblical proverb, but a modern-day statement such as, a stitch in time saves nine. I sure don't pretend to know anything about sewing, but I believe that observation comes from the idea that fixing a loose thread when it first starts to unravel saves the trouble of later having to replace a missing button. Early detections can save both time and money. You might apply the so-called modern-day proverb to many areas of practical advice, such as changing the oil in your car before your engine is damaged 
or addressing a problem between friends before a valued relationship is destroyed. Every single chapter of Proverbs contains many important principles, especially meaningful to me. Are those sayings written by King Solomon found in the first 22 chapters? In chapters 25, which we read yesterday, and chapters 26 through 29 also contain more wise sayings of Solomon that were later discovered and copied by King Hezekiah's court for the benefit of succeeding generations such as ours. These chapters have captured some of the most memorable of Solomon's huge collection of Proverbs. Here are some of these additional great principles for living a godly life, starting where we read Friday. Don't go hastily to court. Do not disclose secrets to another. Eat only as much as you need. Be a faithful messenger to those who send you. Let another man praise you and not yourself from your own mouth. A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. A man's heart reveals the man. Happy is the man who is always reverent. To show partiality is not good. The humble in spirit will retain honor. Whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Of course, there are hundreds more in these five chapters alone that you can find for yourself. I hope you will. I plan to read through Proverbs again in February, and I hope you will join me. On the second day of January, we read together that the Lord has given us the wisdom of these Proverbs to impart knowledge and understanding and preserve the way of his saints. What more reason would we need to continue in these daily readings? Stay in God's playbook, his holy Bible, and I'm confident your life will be filled with many more victories you never anticipated. Until next week, God bless you. I know you know this, but I'm going to remind you, the Super Bowl is next Sunday. And we're going to get you ready with a special Super Bowl edition of Sharing the Victory. It will consist of Super Bowl 41 champion head coach Tony Dungy and Super Bowl 34 most valuable player Kurt Warner of then the St. Louis Rams. And there'll be much more. As you close off the weekend, please remember that there are two ways of doing sports, God's way or man's way. Which one will you choose? Have a great week. We thank you for listening today. Don't forget our free gift offer in the month of January. We want to send you a free copy of the Heart of an Athlete devotional book. All you have to do is send us an email, stvradio at fca.org. Tell us you want the book and include your mailing address. Again, the email is stvradio at fca.org. We want to remind you that you can listen online to past programs or subscribe to receive the weekly podcast. Just go to our website, sharingthevictory.com slash radio. We would also appreciate your prayerful consideration about financially supporting this ministry. You can get more information about supporting FCA and Sharing the Victory when you call or go on the web. The phone number is 866-STV-5031. That's 866-STV-5031. And again, our website is sharingthevictory.com slash radio. You can also write a check to Sharing the Victory. The address is 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Again, that's 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to listen next weekend at the same time. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.